the media doesn't care, your investors don't care, your board doesn't care, your employees don't care, and even your mama doesn't care. Spend zero time on what you could have done and devote all your time on what you might do because in the end, nobody cares. Just run your company. There's also an element that I'm realizing is that like we're privately held and we're self-funded. These numbers that people are talking about, right? Or if like we're lobbing something out in the office, that's a, a big number. So for a lot of the team, like there's no context to what that number means, mm-hmm. you know? And if it's like a factory bill that's X and I say it across to Lisa, it's like, what? You know, Mm -hmm. or like if there's like a release of caps of X, it's like there's no context for what that thing is. And we become so desensitized as like the leadership. So I'm really trying to like keep things more contained. And that's one of the reasons why we're moving to the new headquarters Mm. so that I actually have like a private office with a door Mm. because right now we're very much in an open floor plan. And like that provides a level of transparency that like at this stage in our growth, certain people shouldn't have access to. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely been a couple of times like because we're self-funded, like the cash ebbs and flows and because we have a big wholesale program like that also does lead time on payment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And we have really great relationships and I feel like all of our retailers like are pretty responsible that way. Like we've never had to go chase anyone like that. I know this sounds like a, a champagne problem and I'm pretty aware that it is, but The biggest issue for us has always been that this growth has felt like a little bit intangible because it's always been exponential. And when it's exponential and you have a really big holiday, like giftable item, it's hard to place the exact number on what that growth is Mm -hmm. because you basically build, build, build all year and then you explode. And like when there's no comp, right? Like there's no comp for this category of like exactly someone who's done it before with a roadmap that always becomes a little bit tricky yeah because you don't know if you should underbid or if you should overbid and i mean overbidding seems better than underbidding because at the end of the day you have evergreen product it's not like your next shower cap isn't going to be in season it's not like it won't be functional right so that's good it is good but then when you put like a variable of a multiplier on that then we're self-funded Mm-hmm. You know, like that's mm-hmm. real cash that could go to other things that mm-hmm. it's like, that's a little difficult to navigate. We're hiring a VP of finance. If you, if you know anyone listeners, you hear that shower cap is hiring a VP of finance <laughs> and you hear what the pain points are. So get in touch, <laughs> get in touch. You said that Sarah Blakely inspired you. And for those of you who don't know, she's the founder of Spanx and an iconic, perfect product. <laughs> Wearing them right now. I love Spanx. I mean, that's a she is that a billion so, dollar company? Am I incorrect? Yeah, that's the, that's a billion dollar company. I don't know if it's still true, but she was the she was the youngest self made billionaire. Under, um, she's kind of flying under the radar. I don't think like a lot of people know that. I don't think the general public know her as much. Like men as, like, don't know shit like that because they don't wear Spanx and they don't pay attention to like women. I will say she's like super. She's iconic for sure. The, but like, and she's on Shark Tank now. Which also, mm-hmm. like, helps mm-hmm. broaden the mass appeal. Mm-hmm. And she 